The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back to another edition of the Just Press Play podcast, a quarantine version of the Just Press Play podcast. Once again, we are joined, as always, by LJ and Pops. What is going on, what's my up? dudes? What's up, what's up? It's all good in quarantine land, I guess. I, well, yeah, we might get into that. Uh, so, I just want to ask, we're in what, week Week four? Is that right? Week four or five of of, of staying home and quarantine. I think we up in here in Chicago are at least on week five right now. Hannah and I have been in since, or no, we've been in for five weeks. I think the official quarantine up here has been about a month, so four weeks. Pops, uh, we were talking over the weekend. It, it's it's officially got real, <laughs> as I heard from you, right? Indeed it has. Yes. H- how so? Well, let me just say that I get my hair cut every three weeks <laughs> for probably the last 20 years, okay? I missed yeah. my haircut last Wednesday for the first time in 20 years. This shit is real now. It is completely <laughs> real. And my dog has missed his haircut. Buddy, <laughs> Buddy was, he. We, we started calling him Scruffy because he just, yeah. he wasn't a buddy anymore. <laughs> but thank God they did open the dog cutting, hair cutting place back up. I saw a the post dog hair cutting place. I, I saw did. a post that said we're about one week away from finding out everybody's natural hair color. So, <laughs> yeah, I was actually talking to someone who's like, people are going to realize I'm not blonde for the first time in like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it is. I think we're going to come out of this with some shaggy, shaggy heads come whenever, whenever this ends. I've already got the style, you know, I'm already (laughs) ahead of the game. LJ's a trendsetter. He's just, (laughs) yeah. I've had that post quarantine look for about eight years now. So (laughs) maybe the apocalyptic look. (laughs) Well, I, I will say it has been a weird time. I've been in the process. Sorry we didn't come to you last week. It's been a, a wild little week. Uh, started a new job and uh, looked for an apartment. And I'll just let you know, it is hard or it's different. It's weird looking for a new or starting a new job and finding an apartment in quarantine. I, yeah. I'll tell you that much. No one can meet you for any kind of like when you go through tours. Some apartments don't even do tours anymore because that's in-person stuff. Some are like, we'll unlock the door 10 minutes before you get there. And then you can come. Don't touch anything. <laughs> it's, just, it's a weird, it's a weird search. And then starting a job, I trained one day. They're like, all right, here's your monitor and laptop. You're working from home the rest of <laughs> until further notice. So, yeah, that's weird. That's it crazy. is a weird time for sure. And then we'll come out of this on the bright side. But 
There's probably not a lot of people looking for the perfect hire at this point, but at some point they're going to be looking for to hire some candidates. And you want to make sure you get the right candidate, the perfect candidate. Okay. And that's why Pops wants to tell us about our friends from LinkedIn. Pops, can you tell us what LinkedIn can do for you if you're looking to hire new candidates? Well, indeed I can, Ombudsman. <laughs> All right. The uh, <laughs> How'd you like that? <laughs> I like the apples. Like apples. All right. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. So when you need to find that next person to help grow your business, LinkedIn Jobs will match the right talent with your open role. Fast. Did you know LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide? LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person. Not slow, but fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability, LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and put your job post in front of qualified, qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by the people you want to hire, people with the skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. It's no wonder a person is hired every how many seconds? Anybody? Take a guess. I'm like, hey, yeah. It's like, I know we're not watching NBA now, but it's like a backcourt violation every time. (laughs) But they're hiring people every eight seconds with LinkedIn. They're probably not right now, but they will be soon. And that's why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. That is correct, Amundo. That's a hell of a deal. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post that you can pay whatever you want to for. Terms and conditions apply. You know, I was just wondering. It, it says that it'll look for, it'll it'll get so it goes beyond the work skills and put your job in front of quality qualified candidates. Does that mean like they're going to like, when I put proficient in Excel, they're actually going to know that I'm not proficient. Like I, I, I think everyone just about besides LJ, LJ actually is very proficient in Excel. Pops, you yes, maybe too. A lot of people put, yes, I like check that box box that they are proficient in Excel. I don't know if that many people are. What other selections? Can you tell me what other selections are available besides proficient and don't know a damn thing? I think it's just like art, like like job postings. A lot of times, at least when I, I notice this coming out of college, they'll just say, "Are you proficient in Excel?" And you just say like yes or no, or you know, you, you just check a box. It's not like a well, I'm I'm pretty good. I can do this, this, and this. It's just kind of yes or no. And I'm See, gonna say I'm not. I think well, proficient I is a very ambiguous, ambiguous. Is that right term? Ambiguous? Ambiguous. That's the term (laughs) I was looking for. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. (laughs) I did indeed. (laughs) So by now we all know that the coronavirus pandemic has caused uh, a lot of different impacts on many different businesses all throughout the the world, not just the United States. But did you know, this is one, probably should have seen it coming, but I did. once Once I read it, I was like, oh, that makes total sense. But the coronavirus pandemic has caused a national surplus in chicken wings that may go to waste. Oh, no. So I'll do my this part. Is, <laughs> Me well, too. Wait. This is from the the Washington Post said that the NCAA, ba- with the basketball tournament being canceled, it said the NCAA basketball tournament is the second of two big annual events for chicken wings. The first is the Super Bowl. 
The wing prices and production run in predictable cycles each year, ramping up for the NFL playoffs and championship game in early February. Then again for the college basketball's frenzied tournament in a month and a half later. That's from the Washington Post. But with the society in lockdown because of this coronavirus and the NCAA tournament being canceled, that has left a whole bunch of wings just lying around. Oh, man. Wings are the cheapest they've been right now since 9-11, selling for half the nearly $2 per pound price they sold for on Super Bowl weekend. Wow. So instantly, just a gif in words here, I'm seeing like, I'm picture me as Stanley from the office okay. getting up real quick for pretzel day and running <laughs> yeah. because I'm going to get some dang wings. Wings are cheap and I love me some wings, but it made me think conversation. I think we've had, I don't know if we had on the pot. I know we have in person bone in or boneless. Oh, LJ? the answer is bone in. No doubt about it. You got to eat like an animal when you're eating chicken wings. It's kind of like, would you get boneless ribs? No, not unless you're at a McDonald's or something like <laughs> not unless you're getting riblet on a bun from yeah. our school cafeteria. Back exactly. In the day. That's the only way you're getting a boneless rib is the same thing with wings, boneless <laughs> wings or chicken nuggets. If you want chicken nuggets, go ahead and go to Tyson. <laughs> Pops, <laughs> let's say you. I think there is a time and a place for both. Yeah, like when you're six and younger and when you're seven and older. <laughs> no. Like at a Super Bowl party, I do not want to get like knee deep in boneless chicken wings. I would like the that, I would or in bone in chicken wings. I would like the boneless chicken wings I can stab with a toothpick and put in my mouth like over and over and over again. <laughs> That's what I would like. Now I do remember we have had this conversation when you're around the Super Bowl because LG is like, F that, I'm getting nasty. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he did, yes. <laughs> if you don't love the people you're around for the Super Bowl, you're at the wrong Super Bowl party. And if you can't eat wings around people you love, you don't love the right people. I'm just saying I, that's so, the way it goes. Sometimes free beer is with a weird group of people. <laughs> you gotta go where <laughs> you gotta true. go. That's, that's true. true. That's true. <laughs> I, I kinda I think I I get what LJ's saying, but I think I'm torn between the two. I also, there's a time and a place, and I like me some good boneless chicken wings because they're really good for dipping abilities. If you like mm-hmm. dipping your wings, boneless is much better for that. But now, bone-in usually does have better flavor, mm-hmm. but you got you to gotta get nasty with it like, like <laughs> LJ. Um, speaking of impacts caused by the coronavirus, I was reading this article, and maybe one of you, maybe one of you have touched on this as well or found, uh, found this. It was talking about the TP shortage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... And I thought this was interesting. It's another one that it makes sense once I read it. You just I've noticed that with a lot of this stuff where like you see a business impacted by people staying at home and you're like, oh, well, that makes total sense. Right, you don't think about it and yeah. then it makes and sense. this is a big one. The toilet paper thing, if you obviously people were looking hard for or for toilet paper and no one could find it. People were hoard or panic buying it and hoarding it. And it seemed like that's all you saw in reports and, and everything was people buying all the toilet paper because they thought it was going to go away soon. And if you're like me, you probably thought, why would people be doing this? Toilet paper is not like masks and sanitizers and Clorox wipes. Right. It's not like extra helpful during a pandemic. Right. I, you're I mean, just going to you're going to keep needing toilet paper. But so is everybody else. And it's all going to be the same. and It'll level out at some point. Right. I'm totally with you. I thought those guys were idiots. Agreed. But so there's a pretty logical reason. The toilet paper industry is split into two separate markets, commercial and consumer. And it makes total sense. Now, this pandemic has shifted the lion's share of demand to the latter, meaning we are crapping at home, (laughs) Mm -hmm. not everywhere else because we're staying home. We're still because that's my thought. I was like, people, just because we're this thing's going around doesn't mean I'm crapping more often. I'm just going (laughs) to the bathroom the same amount of time. But now we're not. We're not doing it on your own. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing it. I'm doing it on my own dime. And. I'm not. I'm not going number two at work or at restaurants or at movies. Which you weren't doing anyway. Events. You were just looking under the stall to make sure you knew who was. 
Christ, right. but clearly, right. <laughs> clearly. But and so then I read that uh and and with kids, no one's you're not going to school anymore. So now your kids are at home. It's just a lot more toilet paper being used at home. So it's not. And I, that's, it's the same so about a toilet paper, now. right? It just needs to shift from markets to market, right? Well, it is, and, but it's also different toilet paper, right? Because like the the roll that you get, like in like a, a high density sort of uh, commercial or like school or something area, it's those gigantic rolls, right? You can't put that on your home toilet paper roll. So like <laughs> yeah. they can't yeah, like plus plus. Oh, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say when I'm getting toilet paper, it needs to have a baby or a bear on the package, and <laughs> and they don't they don't do that at schools. They just get the big old roll like LJ said. It's rough and tough like John Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> John Wayne toilet paper. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, LJ, it's just it's those huge giant rolls, and they can't re-spool that really easily to put on the little rolls either. So it's like it's just a problem that like I don't know. I would almost say give me give me the giant roll, and so I'll uh, you know whatever have free toilet paper. <laughs> I'll just keep it in the closet and just grab what I need as I go. Well, so I think the logical reason is, yes, we do. You do need to buy more toilet paper. But then it was so quick that like the media and just everyone, you started to notice when you notice there's no toilet paper, you're like, oh, crap, I better stock up. <laughs> so then people were kind of panic buying. But it first started, I think, with this shift in commercial and consumer buying. When most people uh, aren't raised by Lifford, so they don't have a surplus of toilet paper at any given moment. So (laughs) I still take care of all y'all. If y'all need, if y'all need a row, I got you. Hey, I'm speaking to to you too. Same reason (laughs) for, for whatever reason, no matter what cabinet you open at Lifford's house, you may find a toothbrush and toilet paper in any single one of them. There's no telling. Yep. Yep. I do, in fact, the tea, have the, a gross of, tooth, of toothpick, or toothbrushes. <laughs> I have a gross in my house right now. <laughs> Love it. All right, so getting over to some sports news, um, the NFL draft, It's they're still saying it's going to happen, and it's going to happen via, I guess, I don't know if they said Skype, but like via the web, and like, like everyone else, they're going to work with Zoom and Skype and video conferencing. Well, they're big with Microsoft, right? So it's definitely going to be Skype, I would imagine. True, true. Yeah, they do all the Surface Pros and all that. Yeah. So it's going to be Roger Goodell, from what I've read, and LJ, I don't know if you've done any more research, but from what I've read, it's going to be Roger Goodell announcing the picks from his basement. That's exactly what home. I've heard too, yeah. So, as we mentioned before... Roger Goodell will not be booed for the first time, probably since he's been commissioner of the NFL. You know so what? Look at there. I, I, I poo poo on that. If we are true fans of the NFL, we'll boo loud enough for him to hear it. <laughs> you know, we as a group can do this. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm here. Well, let's start it here at what, I don't know what day the draft is. It's probably April 21st or 28th, I think. But on that day, when the draft starts, like right, because it takes a sec for the pick to go through. So as soon as it starts, everyone go to your back porch, kind of like Dad did when the Razorbacks won the national championship <laughs> in '93. But instead of call the Hogs, we just all look up at the stars and boo as loudly yeah. as we can. Yeah, and see, it'll be the boo heard around the world, so we can make sure Roger Goodell <laughs> Let's make it happen. Gets booed. Everyone who's listening to this right now, share it with a friend. We're gonna make this happen. The boo heard around the world. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, are you in? Are you in on that? Hey, sure, I'll do it. Whatever. I'm good. I'm good. Um, my first thought though with this is so you're gonna have all these these coaches, I guess, using using web conferencing and using Skype and all that. Who's the most likely coach to screw that up first? Who I hmm. I could see Andy Reid fumbling that real easily. Like Andy Reid's a smart guy. I don't go to him for my technology. I think he would. Belichick might throw it, though. Yeah, sure, we've seen the, that happen, actually. Hmm. Hmm. I just, I, Mike Zimmer, 
There's no way Mike Zimmer's good at, That's at true. technology. That's true. There's no way. That's so true. yeah, Sean McVay, he'll be fine. Oh, uh, yeah, Sean McVay's <clears throat> 31 years old. He's been doing Skype his yeah. whole life. Kyle Shanahan's all good. good. Yeah, yeah Kyle yeah, Shanahan, yeah. they're good. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of NFL news, we have a new highest paid running back in the NFL with Christian McCaffrey Uh-oh. signing a new deal. Well, I don't know if it like pins hit paper because they can't be in person or whatever, but They've agreed to a four-year extension that's going to pay him $16 million per year, putting him just above Ezekiel Elliott's $15 million per year. Is it smart? Or, I mean, I feel like history tells us, why are you paying running backs? LJ, what do you think? Well, you know, okay, so when I first heard this, I was totally in agreement with you, but now I realize he's been a pro for two years, so he should still have a full contract on those legs. In theory, you think there's a lot of there's plenty of tread still on the tires. We said that about didn't we think that about Todd Gurley? Well, I mean, at the time that he signed his big contract, wasn't he starting to show his injury proneness? I don't think Christian McCaffrey shown any sort of injury prone uh, stuff going on right now. But well, I mean, you know, you never know. Supposedly, you never there were doctors know. saying that he had arthritis or something in his <clears> knee, so maybe that's a freak deal. But I just I feel like we've seen this over and over again. Where and NFL contracts are. If we've learned anything over the past, NFL contracts are nothing like baseball contracts. They yeah. just because it says eighty-five million or whatever it says, they there's usually outs and they can get out of it real quick. It's yeah. a business, and a lot of times the players don't end up making all the money that they are that put on that contract. Pops, what do you think? Do you think it's smart? For well, the I think how many years is it? Do you know? It's a four-year extension, but he's already on a rookie deal, so he's probably got two more years since this so is it's his an third extension. year. So they get him for six more years. Okay. What is what did Zeke sign? He signed after his third or fourth year. Usually a first Probably. rounder goes on a four year contract with a fifth year option, right? Right. So. But a lot of times the guys want to get the first rounders, yeah, first rounders get a fifth year option. But he didn't exercise times, it. So he was four years in, I'm saying Zeke was. I would right? imagine, yeah. I would imagine and so. Christian yeah. McCaffrey's two years in. Yes, right. sir. So I'm saying it in a way I think it sounds smart because if he Christian McCaffrey is that good and I mean their lifespan I mean, six more years is stretching it, right? Yeah. So yeah, they've got right. Zeke now for eight years. I mean, eight years is probably two years after a running back. Is, that, that's pushing, pushing it. At it. Least in today's it I'm just saying it is pushing, pushing it. it. So, so if you well, that's when you the want guy, the contract to be done, you know it, exactly. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. I think maybe Carolina's done it smart in that they're going. You know what? He got six good years left in him. Let's not wait two more years. Yeah, and and have him for that last two that may not be as good. I I don't know. I think there might be some. I I kind of see it, and I like Christian McCaffrey. I think he's a hell of a back. Now I like Zeke too, but I I like Christian McCaffrey a lot. Yeah, I mean another person in that same 2017 running uh, RB draft class, such class is is Alvin Kamara. Yeah. who is getting paid. I forget what it, it's under. I think it's under a million dollars because he got drafted in the fourth round. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know how he. If anything, I mean, I guess he's just waiting on his big contract. I, if We've talked about this before, and a lot of people didn't like Melvin Gordon for doing it or Zeke for doing it. And a lot of times it's because fantasy reasons, right? Because yeah. it affects us. Right. But if I'm Kamara, I'm probably holding out trying to get my Christian McCaffrey money because McCaffrey's smart. Get it now. I think it's smart on both ends. If you're McCaffrey, let's go ahead and get pen to paper now before injuries start happening. And if you're the Panthers, yeah, I think y'all are right. 
I want to get that money while there's six years on them. Well, and, and the Panthers need to lock down a face for that team too for the yeah. foreseeable future. I think that's a big deal with Cam Newton. Them and part and ways with Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, and Keekley. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so a big they need deal. A face. Uh, I hate Keekley retiring, by the way. But well, I mean, I think it's it's good time. For him. It's time. Yeah. He should have. But I, I hate not seeing a play. Same with Patrick Willis. I mean, yep. Those might be the two best linebackers I've watched in my like adult-ish life. And uh, they retired both early, and uh, I, for the right reasons. For the right reasons. So. Yep. Agreed. Um, speaking of, you mentioned we mentioned Cam Newton parting ways with the Panthers. He's still out there. There's a couple of really good quarterbacks. It's odd. There's actually two former number one overall picks still on the market with Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. Is 2020 just the weirdest year to have ever existed in every facet of your life? Like every single thing is weird, right? It, Agreed. It is. Yes, it it's is so nuts. Weird. <laughs> Tom Brady's applying for the Tampa Bay trademark or copyright, yeah. whatever it is. And uh, Tampa and there's Brady. another one. Tampa Brady. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good God. It's what do you think happens? I, I guess are these teams just I, it sounds like they have to be just waiting for the draft to wait and see what happens in the draft. Because if you're the Patriots, I think honestly, I think Cam Newton at the Patriots is so intriguing to me. I think yeah. Cam Newton at the Chargers is very intriguing to me. Yeah. But if you're both those teams, maybe you wait and see. What happens? Does Tua Tungavaloa slip a little bit and you trade up and get him? Does yeah. Herbert slip a little bit and you go up and get him? Maybe they love that Jordan Love kid out of Utah State. I, I think it's probably smart. Let's wait till the draft because the worst thing you can do if you're the Patriots is you go, all right, let's go get Cam Newton for a year. And then all of a sudden it's the 15th pick and people are scared of Tungavaloa because he's had the hip injuries. They couldn't work him out in person and they can trade up cheap and get that pick. Now you're stuck with two quarterbacks. And yep. what what pops? What did Bill Parcells always say? If you got two quarterbacks, how many you got? You got zero quarterbacks. <laughs> so I, I think it's smart. You wait for the draft, and maybe the a deal gets done right after the draft. Maybe the Patriots go, okay, well, we didn't get the guy we wanted, or maybe the Patriots really like Jared Stidham. I think that's crazy talk, but <laughs> I don't know. Put you on the spot, pops. And I know we talked a little bit about this before. If you had to go right now, you had to put money on one or the other. Who wins more games, the Buccaneers or the Patriots? Wow. Um, hmm. I'm going to still say that. Oh, that's I, a long pause. That is a long <laughs> pause, but, but I think uh, ultimately I love the combination of Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. I think that would be so fun to be in that room with those guys, just to hear what they talk about. I think just the difference in personalities. Belichick's a badass. He is maybe the best coach I've ever seen. So I'm going to pick the Patriots I, if I have to pick Jared Sidham is a signal caller right He now. is right well, now, but that – They will figure something out for sure. They, we were talking bad about their receiving core when they had Tom Brady at quarterback. Now that's the same receiving core with Jared Sidham. And things happen. They're still left the offseason. We'll see what happens, like you well, said. Well, and I was saying, say, I mean, say? look, at, look at the league and how many backup Patriot quarterbacks are starting quarterbacks somewhere over the last year. I mean, I think three of them. Um, three of Tom Brady's backups, I think, started last year. So that does imply to me that even their backup quarterbacks that you don't know their name at all are still generally pretty decent. So even if they don't lock up something, they probably have this sit dude for a reason. Um, I, I don't know. I'm still not sure who to trust in the Patriots dynasty. One of them was the real uh, pusher of the lawnmower and the other one was the blades. And I'm not sure which one was which yet, right yet, but I'm leaning or the Patriots win more. Are we sure they both didn't push a lot more? I mean, I feel like it might be almost equal parts. Well, I mean, we might never know, but I, I don't think I, someone either was, I, I don't know. I think with every team, there's got to be that leader that creates that team. You know what I mean? I know that it's always a team, 
but there's that leader that makes it all possible, puts it all together. And that's why I always lean towards the coach to be the one that does that. And so I think it's probably more Belichick than Brady, even though, yeah, there's no question Brady is still one of the greatest of all time. Um, yeah. That's my answer. But if Belichick's pushing the lawnmower and there ain't no Tom Brady blades on it, it ain't doing a damn thing. I think that's the point. They are equal. You have to have both of them. But somebody is is pushing is pushing the program in the in the direction that they want to go, and Belichick is great at that. Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at the Buccaneers went seven and nine last year. Yeah. And that was with Jameis Winston throwing thirty. Interceptions. Remember, he joined the 30-30 club. Yeah. 30 yes, touchdowns, 30 interceptions. If you just cut down 15 of those, just say say Tom Brady throws 15, which would be a lot for Tom Brady's oh, standards. Yeah. I think it's easy. They win 10, add three more. And I, I, I believe strength of schedule. Well, strength of schedule is funny year to year because teams are much better the next year. I mean, it's hard to it's judge that with the predict, NFL. Yeah. But the Buccaneers are, I, I believe they're 28 or something of strength schedule, and the Patriots are number one next year. So, Ooh, like the heart, they have the hardest then? Tough, yeah, toughest mm. strength of schedule. So, but I, I, I'm going Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers win more games than the Patriots. I think, I don't think this year will tell you was it Tom Brady, was it Bill Belichick, because like I said, I, I don't know. And I just don't trust the quarterback, the Patriots have, depending on what happens. I personally, I think it'd be fascinating. Patriots trade up. If they don't get Cam Newton, trade up, get to a tongue of Iloa, and let's go with Jerry Sidham if tongue of Iloa is not ready. And then all of a sudden, Bill Belichick goes from Brady to possibly another franchise quarterback. And Belichick, if anybody, would have the best insight on to his health because him and Saban are best buds. Yeah. And maybe he can get the, the real down low from him on what's it like? What? How is he? Can you tell me something so, about Tua? Tag- Tua. Um, what's his size? <laughs> What's, I mean, I, why is he good? I've not seen him play a lot. I mean, what is it about this kid that is just almost can't miss except for this injury? His soft skills. His soft skills. <laughs> his soft skills? <laughs> well, you'll have to check his LinkedIn profile to make sure it matches up just right. And if you do, go to LinkedIn slash team, get $50 off. Of whatever um, you, you want to pay. you guys impressed with him? You've seen him play enough? I love him. I love him. So, so he's got the now, deep arm, right? He's got the gun. He's accurate. He's got a, he's a, very, very accurate. Got a good, I can throw it deep. He now he's 6'1", 218, so he's not huge, but I think we've seen now in recent in the past 10 years, height maybe not as big of a well, deal. Well, in 6'1", his height's not thought. an issue at all. Well, that's yeah, it's the, not a red the, flag. the threshold you want for a QB, right, is about 6'4". to 6'4". Like that's, if you're yeah. under 6'0", you got a problem. If you're over 6'4", you got a problem. So he's in that range. He's in the range. I I Now, I don't know. I don't know a ton of, can you, off the top of your head, Dad, I, there's not a lot right now, but left-handies, left-handers, is there a bunch of Hall of Fame or anything? Well, Hall Steve Young. Steve Young is the guy that always comes to mind to me. But basically, no, because they go pitch in baseball because that's a steady income. Yeah. And I wonder how – I don't know. I have no idea about this, but as a receiver, is it different catching balls from a left-hander? I know it's different. The ball's spinning hitting. a different way. They, I always thought about that. What if your backup that's quarterback true. is left-handed like Joe – there was Joe Montana and Steve Young. So all of a sudden, you're catching a ball rotating one way – and then the backup comes in, and it's rotating a different way. I would think that would yeah. be. Well, and it's no also idea. just like the other great duo, uh, Kyle Orton and Tim Tebow. So yeah, it's well, like, <laughs> that was the other one I was thinking of, LJ. <laughs> that right. was right on the tip of your tongue. I'm surprised I didn't come up with that one first. Yeah. <laughs> I I just don't know. I really like him. I think his intangibles. I do think he has the hard skills, as we said, with his arm. I think he really does have the soft skills. It seems like the players really like him. They rally around him. 
Jalen Hurts and him are still boys, even though he took over. And I think some of that's just on Jalen Hurts too, but they're still boys. Even to this day, they say they both like talked a lot last year. And I think they're good. They're good friends because he's just a good leader and a good teammate. Yeah. Now, uh, to play devil's advocate, he also played with two receivers that are being called maybe the two best receivers in this draft, which is a loaded yeah. Yeah. draft class at receiver. And they're saying Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy might be the two best. And he's got another guy still there that's going to be a first-round pick probably next year. So he had a ton of talent. There's one – I forget where it is. There's If you look at his highlights, they were showing some of his highlights on ESPN the other day. And I think they were playing whatever cupcake they played early. Well, one of the cupcakes they played early. You're not talking about Mexico Arkansas. State or, <laughs> well, now – I don't, don't want to talk about that one. It was like New Mexico State or New Mexico A&M, which one of them probably beat Arkansas. Um, he They did like a, a tunnel screen and – Judy goes the distance without being touched for 80 yards. So there was a lot of that that happened at why he was at Alabama. So all of a sudden you go to the, if you go to the Patriots, now you don't have the receiving core you had at Alabama. You're playing better talent and you're coming off an injury. Who knows? It might not be the safest pick, but I do think it would be a good pick. I like it. I, he's I think also got some moves too, right? Like he, he can get out legs. of the pocket and create some, some situations. Okay. Yeah, he he's got the Russell Wilson mobility that I I thought he looked and my, my, some of this might just been his skin tone is the same as Russell Wilson, so maybe like sure. you see something, but he really does to me. He looked like a left-handed Russell Wilson in Alabama. The way he moved around in the pocket, the way he could get out and run if you don't spy him, and the way I, I just can't forget the way as a freshman he came in that second half against Georgia, them down fourteen. They're like, all right, we're throwing you in there in the national championship game, and he put balls on the. On the money, he just yeah. threw dimes, Dilford dimes, if you will. <laughs> uh, he just looked great. So I, I'll be, but it's the it is the weirdest draft for him. I don't know if it's good for him or bad for him that they can't look at him honestly. Yeah, because it might be able for him to hide an injury, or it might be it might make him drop because people are scared of him because it's a risky. Pick. I would think it'd make him drop. I, that's kind of how I think that would affect it. But if you love him, if you love him, you don't get the chance to get your doctors on him. If you're, we've seen it before. If coaches fall in love or GMs fall in love, they go make the pick. I mean, they just go make it. And maybe they didn't get the, there's no doctor to convince them because they didn't actually see him in person. So if I'm Daniel Snyder with the number two overall pick and I'm like, damn it, I just love him. I'm going to, maybe he just goes and he just does it. Yeah. There's no one to convince If him Daniel him. Snyder <laughs> takes two Tagalabova with, <laughs> With Chase yeah, Young right. on the board, I think he is an absolute I think idiot. It's a mistake. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we've seen it before, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock. Yeah. It may not be the safest pick, but it could be a fun one. Speaking of safe, <laughs> I want to tell you about our friends over from Simply Safe. They will keep you safe. With home securities, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's a, a traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, and it's the two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. Two times? Two two times. Not one, not but two. <laughs> it's, it's 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 bordering on a dynasty, really. It's bordering <laughs> on that. Uh, simply safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection from your for your entire home. Outdoor cameras, doorbell alerts. The doorbell will alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard inside. I'm just thinking of that doorbell camera right now. You're probably in, you're probably ordering a lot of stuff. If you're like me, you're you're not going to the store, so you're ordering a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Porch pirates are out. That doorbell camera comes in handy. Yep. Just saying. Yep, yep. 
You barely even, and the best part about Simply Safe, it's like you get a basically a security guard around your house the whole time, but you barely even notice it's there. It's what truly is remarkable is you can set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes thir- anyone. Pops. Anyone. I think you could. I think you can set this up without even blinking. I mean, it'd just be easy. Well, wow. I'm surprised you even questioned that I could. And I think, I don't, I don't <laughs> huh? Mike Zimmer could do this. Andy Reid. Anybody <laughs> could do it. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24-7. I don't know if you realize that. That's seven days of the week, 24 hours. That's, that's covering every that's single all hour the time. of the entire week. Wow. Yeah, that's all wow. of it. And get this. It's only 50 cents a day. No contract. What? Two quarters. Two quarters a day. Uh, what do you mean? You do probably I, find does it play 50 cents like on the, the thing or something? Yes. Just, yeah, <laughs> it plays in the club, followed by many men, followed by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you buy, you find 50 cents when you wash your clothes every day. Just grab that t- that 50 cents and throw it to Simply Safe. Now you got home security 24-7. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe, quote, the best home security system. So go to simplysafe.com slash team. I'm telling you, all you got to do is put in team. Go to LinkedIn slash team, simplysafe slash team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team, T-E-A-M. That's simplysafe.com slash team. It's a, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. No-brainer. All right, I want to start something since we obviously don't have sports right now, the, the closest thing we're about to get to sports is this MJ doc that we're, that's coming up next Sunday. I'm sure we'll talk about that next week. Cause I'm, I know pops, you're, you're a Michael Jordan. I'm, I'm breathlessly fanatic. anticipating I mean, that. Yeah. Yes. And I can't wait because I think it's really going to, I don't dislike Michael Jordan at all, but I've been one of the, I kind of think LeBron may be better, but I've also watched way more LeBron than obviously Michael Jordan. So I can't wait for this to maybe, get insight on people that actually played with them, people that were in that time period, reporters, everything. But it got me thinking, I kind of want to relive some history of sports. And LJ, I think you have a question that you want to ask. You want to kind of go back in history in sports and go, what? So what do you got? Yeah, so um, I was just, you know, looking at NBA MVPs. And uh, can you tell me just how, like, how many NBA MVPs were on the Oklahoma Thunder about six years ago. There, <laughs> I think that'd be three there, Holmes. <laughs> they had Russ Westbrook, James Harden, and Durant all on the same team. And all three are not only have won MVPs, but they've been in the MVP run the past like three years. So how many rings do they have, the Oklahoma Thunder? Hmm. The Oklahoma City Thunder have zero rings. Why? Zero. What? <laughs> Why? So that's an interesting question. Uh, I was kind of I, I, uh, this one fascinates me. I know Thunder fan probably they hate reliving the, the the James Harden trade because it seems like it all went downhill from there. But I kind of wanted to go back on what built up to it and the downfall, and really the drafting of those three by Sam Presti and the Oklahoma City Thunder is one of the best, if not the best, three year run in a draft that I it's one it's best I've seen. I don't know if it's the best in history, but in three consecutive drafts, Sam Presti and Thunder drafted. Kevin Durant, second overall, uh, infamously behind Grego, and that was when Pops was... That was all over uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant, for sure. Yeah, Pops was banging the drum on Kevin Durant, and Sam Presti was along with him. They drafted Kevin Durant, second overall. The next year, they drafted Russell Westbrook, fourth overall, which at the time 
was a reach. They drafted him over his teammate at UCLA, Kevin Love, who a lot of people saw as a no-brainer pick, and he ended up being great. And then the following year, they then drafted James Harden third overall, not to mention they took Serge Ibaka in that run with a 24th overall pick. He was just some tall, athletic guy from uh, Africa who people weren't sure if he'd ever make it. He turned out to be an all, all defensive first team four times, turned out to be a really good pro. Good pro. So you think, wow, how that had to amount in at least a ring, two, three, four. How many rings did they get with that? Well, when you look back at it, in 2009-10, which would be Durant's third year, Westbrook's second, Harden's first, they went 50-32 and 32 and lost to the eventual champs, Los Angeles Lakers, in the first round. But they went six games. It was a really good series. That was kind of the first year you went, this Thunder team, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And then 2010-11, the Thunder ran into one of the best teams in NBA history, your Dallas Mavericks, <laughs> who, your, your Dirk-led Dallas Mavericks. Okay, I'm trafficking hyperbole with the best team in NBA history. But they ran into an eventual champ, Dallas Mavericks, and really that team was just on a magical run. I, I they, they end up winning the championship. I don't know. I think if you play that series 10 times – the Thunder probably win seven or eight of them. They're, they were but they didn't win team, that never, one. But so. they didn't win that one. And then the following year, which would end up being James Harden's final year with the Thunder, they lost to the Miami Heat, which was the Heat with was, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh. That was the Heatles. And they lost in five games, but it was a really close series. So in three straight years, that team not only advanced further and further and further in the playoffs, but they lost to the eventual champs in every single year. Fair enough. Hmm. And so what did they do? They decide to trade a 22-year-old James Harden coming off the Sixth Man of the Year award. Also, he had increased his points, assists, and field goal percentage every year of his career so far. And they decided to trade him because to extend him, they would have had to go into the luxury tax. And uh, as a small market team, they didn't want to go into the luxury tax. That's brutal. And they traded him away for to the Rockets for Kevin Martin, Jeremy Lamb, and two first-round picks. One of those picks did end up being Steven Adams, but for the most part, they got nothing That's brutal. That's mm. brutal. And then the following years, the Thunder lost to the Grizzlies in the playoffs because Westbrook got hurt. They, the next year, Kevin Durant and Westbrook both got hurt in the regular season. They missed the playoffs. And then that final year of Durant's tenure, they lost to the Warriors in the now infamous seven-game series where he jumped ship right after. Yeah. So part of it was luck, injury history, following the James Harden deal. But well, so yeah, I guess really that's my question. Down to a terrible trade. You can never, you can never really like know what the season would have been like had they not done that trade. But had they done that trade and then Westbrook gotten injured, because that was that next year, right? That same year? Right. So they likely still probably would have had a lot of trouble getting there with Durant and Westbrook but, and no I mean Durant yeah, and Harden and no Westbrook. It, yeah. It's it's hard to it's hard yeah, like you said, it's hard to you never know what happens because then Westbrook plays less or plays different. Cause yeah. Harden was kind of their he came off the bench and played point guard, really. They ran the offense through Harden and it worked better. Because Westbrook almost is better off the ball. You see it now with Westbrook. Well, the season got cut short, but Westbrook was thriving now with Harden on his team again. He was playing the best basketball we've seen him play maybe yeah. for the team. And now he did win the MVP, as you mentioned earlier. But I don't know if that was great team basketball. He just was dominating. Uh, it's tough to tell what happens. It's just funny. as a, It's easy to look back. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? But yeah. they didn't want to go in the luxury tax, so they traded James Harden away. Later with Westbrook, they thought they learned from their mistakes and they went deep, deep into the luxury <laughs> yeah, tax did. and were paying with, with Paul George and Russell Westbrook, they were paying crazy amounts in the luxury tax more than any team in the NBA. And it's like, you did that for Paul George and Russell Westbrook, but you didn't do that when you had three MVPs. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you're Durant, I don't want to say he made the right decision going to the Warriors, but it kind of, when you look back at it, you go, uh, maybe I understand the why. Management yeah. might be a little bit better in one city than the other right now. Yeah. But at the same time, you you discredit management, but Sam Presti did amazing. That draft, that three-year stretch where he drafted all three three straight MVPs, I don't know if that's, I doubt that's ever been done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can imagine not. But I think the other thing, though, is the uh, skill set of spotting talent and the skill set of managing a team with salaries and stuff are different. I mean, th- that's one of those is a hard skill and one of those is a soft skill. You know, so uh, yeah. a good LinkedIn search might find you the right person, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. a hard, that's a hard, that's a hard target to hit. That, that is true. That is true. Maybe that's what Sam Presti was probably looked using LinkedIn for those drafts. Probably he was getting the qualified candidate for his team. <laughs> right. It, it worked, but he didn't have, he didn't have the promo code LinkedIn slash team now. So he paid full he price, that, whatever he wanted. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So, uh, just imagine right now that we're creating this like rec league, right? Where you, you get to field one team that plays four sports together, right? So that one team is going to play football. And then that team, once football season's done is going to play basketball. And then once basketball season's done, they're going to do a little track of field right before they get into baseball. Right? So it's the same guys on that team. Does that Maybe even some volleyball. Will we play some volleyball? I mean, just too? for fun. Probably not for like, you know, for blood or anything like that, but a little bragging rights. We'll probably play some volleyball. So, um, uh, foosball. So can we play foosball too? Or, I, well, you, your team can practice some foosball. I, I, okay. I don't think that's like going to be a league requirement, okay. but anyway, <laughs> you get to, you get to pick, I digress. you, you pick athletes in their prime. This is the goat league, right? So if you want to pick, um, with the first round pick to play on your team and lead your team, Muhammad Ali, that is your prerogative to do so. You get Muhammad Ali in the prime of his career. Does that make sense? Yep. That makes sense. So who do you pick first? So I want to. I think it'd be fun because you're really just throwing this at us. We haven't had time to really do some research, so this is going to be off the dome. Let's do a draft. Do we want to draft three or four people? Mm. Let's do three. Three. You, you, uh, three people. And, and here's the deal: you've got a team of maybe like what twelve people, so you have a football team plus a bench player, and then uh, well, it's probably it's probably seven on seven if we're playing it sure. correctly. Seven, seven on seven. seven that makes sense. So you don't get offensive linemen. So let's call it fourteen. You get fourteen players or something like that on your team, but. We're going to pick three of them, and that means 11 of them are, like, normal people. Let's say that. What do you think? Okay. I like it. I like All, it. Right. All right. Like normal, like All me. Right, I might get to play on this thing. Yeah, you're in yeah, this the, the rest of the roster's filled out by us I three. Mean, like a bunch of us. <laughs> well, yeah. I better choose wisely. Damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a snake draft. We're just going to pick three. We'll go in order of eldest. We'll draft first, and we'll go in that order. So, Pops, you got the first pick. Who are you taking? I'm taking Michael Jordan. You got a reason, Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan. Number one overall. He's playing everything. He's, he's playing. playing everything. That's right. What's the, what's the reason? You got I think he's the best athlete. I mean, well, I mean, there's there's other obviously some other athletes that are on my mind, but I mean, he was the best basketball player of all time, bar none, in my opinion. I think he could probably he'd know his way around a football field. Give him the ball, get out of the way. Uh, I know he can play golf. I don't know if we talked about golf any, but um, <laughs> he can play golf. He played some baseball. He was a minor leaguer in baseball, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, yeah, that worked. his career really it really blew up there for a while in the minor <laughs> leagues. And then what's the other track and field? I mean, I, he can run. I bet he can hurdle. He can I jump. Bet I bet he, he can, he can yeah. jump. Yeah. So okay. So I'm I, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Dad goes MJ first. Yeah, I'm I shocked. Never guess. Absolutely shocked. <laughs> All right, LJ, with the second overall pick in the Goat Rec, rec League, who do you got? All right, I'm going with Wilter the Stilter Chamberlain. Okay. Ah, okay. Reason. 
Well, first off, athletically, I mean, the man is a myth, right? Like, uh, he's what seven foot one, and I like, I think from what I gather, he was Giannis, but in in those in the times, he yeah, in the yeah. He I mean, the man's the only one to score a hundred points in a basketball game. He's also <laughs> in the volleyball hall of fame. So for that little aspect of our rec league, I mean, dominate. Um, but he's also he's just a freak. Like, watch highlights now, of him run. Now, it doesn't no, make there's sense. There's no sport. We're not doing anything with love. Man. I was going to say, what was it? Well, yeah, no, he doesn't get extra credit for that. And we also have to set a curfew, a very strict curfew with him on my team. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but, I mean, the man could ball. Uh, he, is, he is one of the best physical uh, athletes of all be, time. I guess he'd still be able to uh, football. He'd be able to throw, throw up the You ball know, okay, him. so the reason that, I, that this even crossed my mind is I saw something the other day. I can't remember who it was, but this, like, old-time scout – um, was talking about, someone asked him, was Jerry Rice the best prospect you've ever seen? And he said, well, there was this one other guy who came and tried out for us, but he wanted to play quarterback, so we didn't pick him. And they said, who was that? And he said, Will Chamberlain, the best wide receiver I've ever seen in my life. Oh, so, wow. Hmm. Um, you know. Wilt's, okay, I, that shocks me. I didn't know Wilt didn't wasn't even on coming, my radar, but, but I mean, it makes sense. Yep. Wow, so there's a lot on the board. <laughs> yeah, for sure. A couple of these guys would be gone. Um, oh, I get back to back. You do back to back. Yep. I'm taking Bo Jackson and LeBron James back. Oh, damn. Those are good. I, th- I think I got the two best specimen out there. I think they could play. Bo Jackson was good at baseball, right? Yeah, he was very yeah, good. He was very good. If he fact, wasn't Michael Jordan, he wasn't Michael Jordan at baseball. He was good. In fact, he also he uh he retired on top of his game there too. He uh at the so he busted his hip up playing football. And then came back and played three years of baseball. His third year was his best year ever until they struck and uh, he didn't get to finish the season. And then he spent a lot of time with his family and he's quoted saying, turns out I like them a lot. So uh, I'm going to hang out <laughs> with them more. Um, yeah. Bo Jackson's a freak. And then obviously we, yeah. we know LeBron. I mean, there's everybody listening. To I think this. I just got, I think I have a loaded team already. Just from off top two. I mean, we're the best basketball player to ever live and the best athlete to ever play football. I mean, yeah, pretty solid, pretty no, solid. A good I thought I'd get a rise out of, I thought I'd get a rise out of pop no. best <laughs> basketball player to ever. Live. Well, yeah, you know, that's for, bull crap, but definitely a good for team. What it, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, LeBron was my first overall pick because I don't want, if, if Skip Bayless starts a, starts a debate, he's going to be like, well, in the goat rec league, <laughs> LeBron wasn't even a first round pick. So I want to make sure he's in the first. Well, you round. said <laughs> him right, second. You said him second. So I put him in your <laughs> second is round right pick. in this case. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I gave more ammo to the Skip Bayless. Um, all right, LJ, it's your pick. Oh, shit. You, your you know, pick? I didn't think uh, I didn't think this far ahead because I just thought of one. So uh, <laughs> uh, let me let me look at the list of people. I, I just just real quick. Oh wow, okay. I don't have a list of people. I'm just making this about well, the fly. I sent you guys a list of people. You All did? Right. Um, yes, on the text message that we talked about this. It's at the end of it. Oh, um, well, I, I didn't want to. I didn't read the end of. It. I skimmed through. I do that with a lot of. It's, but when you talk in text, I just skim through. It was not on the end of my text. Just saying. So yes, okay, whatever. Um, I didn't see it actually. But. I said, for example, Jim Brown, Bo, Will, yeah, blah blah blah. Ah, he did say Bo. I didn't. I didn't get yeah. that. Just saying. All right. Well, if your phone worked anyway. <laughs> well, um, Dad probably didn't see it because his, his oh, font's so yes, huge okay. that he didn't scroll I did down see to that. It. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. So my number two pick. I think I'm going to take the fastest man in the history of the planet. I'm going to take Usain Bolt. I'm going to have skill players for days. Well, that you are fast, especially <laughs> we are. If we do track and field at all, you're 
dominating. Which is what we decided, um, right? We're doing we're yeah. doing track and field. I got that one. But do we even know? We don't know if he's good at any other sports. Maybe no, he's just I, good at running fast. I think he'd be at least decent at any sport. You, you saying, but what, what can't you teach somebody though, right? Um, say that to the team, like the, the, the Raiders who just kept drafting speed and it never worked out for them. I mean, well, but they're only aren't. playing one sport and speed's not the only thing in football. Uh, but speed can help in every single sport and having that one burner ready to go for any sport's going to be all right. I'm just saying like Michael Phelps, like swimmers are great athletes. You pull a swimmer out of water. You can't just teach them how to how to have hand-eye coordination and catch. That's and, a very different thing. Yeah, if you pull a fish out of water and try to get him to be a sheepdog, it's going to be okay. terrible. But if you take a, <laughs> a ram and try to teach him to be a sheepdog, at least you've got a shot. I'm just, So, I mean, how do we know he can catch? We don't. We don't. We don't. don't. I'm people. taking we don't. This is my, That's the this is my second hand-eye coordination. Might be, okay, yeah, good pick, good pick. <laughs> He's I'm fast. Glad you got, I'm glad you picked him because that means I didn't even have And I'm picking board, Johnny so. Football next. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, you got your your second pick. Who do you got? Well, I'm a little torn. I would want to tell you some of the guys I'm considering, but I may need to save them for on down the line. Well, there's only we're you only get a, you get a back I know, but it's double pick. I get the double pick right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Sure, yeah. All right. I'm gonna take And I bet you didn't have Usain Bolt on the board. Speak real quick. Speaking of Usain Bolt, do you see what he tweeted on uh Monday, he tweeted practicing social distancing, and it was a picture of him at the Olympics winning the meter <laughs> dash, and yeah. it was six feet away from the next. Great at trash talk too. That's good. I like to see Usain Bolt and Michael Jordan talk trash today. on the court together. <laughs> All right, pops, who do you got with your th- with your second? Right, pick? My second round pick. I'm going to take uh, Dion, primetime Sanders. Okay, I thought about Dion. I thought okay. about him. That's who I'm taking it. I mean, good baseball player, good football player, can play just about any position in football besides maybe quarterback. I mean, he was he was a stud. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, I can get this guy later. I think Um, I can get that guy later. Um, Well, but we're getting three picks, right? I want to do. I want to do four rounds. Okay, let's do four rounds. I'm done. This is it. Okay, right. No, let's do four. four No, we're doing four rounds. We're doing one more pick pops after this. All right. Okay, if we're doing four rounds. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach out to a sport that I just, I'm kind of impressed with this guy. I know he was a hell of an athlete in his prime, maybe the best ever. I'm taking Diego Maradona. That's okay. I'm taking. I'm taking Maradona. Really? Okay. Right. Did you just recently watch his I watched a little bit of that. I didn't get through it all, but I just know he was, he was unbelievable in his sport at the time. He was the, we didn't put this guy in there because we're not doing hockey or maybe we are, but like he's the Gretzky of hockey at the time. He certainly was. He was. I'm just throwing this out there. If we're going just all-time party team, Pops' team is stout. <laughs> Both two two of his guys have at least there's rumors of of stuff they like a white powdery substance they may have had in their time. And then we know Dion can get down with get down when it comes to partying. So I I, I want to party. I just want to be a fly on the wall for Dad's team. Just ride the bus. I think Wilt Chamberlain and Usain Bolt probably know how to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> okay, true. And, and as far as LeBron goes, LeBron's probably just making TikToks and stuff, and then Bo Jackson's just doing sit-ups and push-ups all the time. Yeah. So we might not party as well, but we're just we're we're here to we win. look good. <laughs> yeah. LJ, who do you got with your next pick? Um, you know, actually, real quick to clarify, are you taking uh, Bo Jackson from, like, you know, what, 1990, or are you taking Tecmo Super Bowl Bo Jackson? Tecmo, right. for sure. <laughs> Tecmo, right. Bo. That's my dude. Yeah, so in that case, I might take uh, Madden 2000, what, 4 Michael Vick? 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Honestly, I I had... Wait a minute. We're talking about real had... athletes, aren't we? Okay, all right. All right. I'll pull back. Okay, pull well, back. Prom, prom Michael Vick. Are you taking Michael Vick? I, mean, you I don't think he's I a hell of an athlete. I feel, like, I feel like I've already got too much speed on my team. I need uh, there, speed. I, was I've never heard anyone say too much yeah, speed. Was he? Breeze Lightning? I mean, uh, let's see. I'm going to take. I think you know you you often hear coaches complain about having too much speed on their team, so I understand where you're coming it comes from up a lot. Day. It comes up a lot in this rec league. <laughs> yeah, well, does. here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal. We said we had what like ten or eleven scrubs, so uh, too much speed might mean that they don't even like function within this realm. You know what I mean? Like, I want at least uh, somebody to be able to throw a ball far enough for uh, Usain Bolt to go catch it. You know what I mean? Okay. So I need okay. somebody with a I cannon. Um. You- you, are you saying Michael Vick didn't have a cannon? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, that's dumb. Yeah, I, I guess I the Vick experience. He throws it out of the stadium. You're right. I mean, I you're right. I'm dumb. Uh, yeah, I think that's the pick. I think I take Michael Vick. That rounds okay. out my team pretty well. All right, prime Michael Vick. Yep. Okay, you convinced me. I, I, I probably shouldn't have, but I, when you said Vick, I thought, why did I not have him circled? I think he's perfect for this league. Yeah, especially like if we're playing seven on seven football. Yeah. Woo, you better not rush him because <laughs> if he gets running, it's over. <laughs> All right, brother All right, man, two for I you got, and you're out. I got back-to-back picks. Um, let's see here. What was I thinking Vic can't throw hard? What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know I mean, you got I a hell of a three athletes. Wow. I mean, it's, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... I think I'd want some height. Well, I already got some good height, but I think if we're playing basketball, you can't, height, you, you can't be, go wrong with There's height. There's no so substitute. Someone a little bigger. I'm going to take Cameron Newton. Okay. All right. With my pick. That's a. am just assuming he can hoop. I'm assuming, obviously, I know he can throw. He's got a lot of he size. He's got a lot of speed. He's got a lot of what you'd need for any sport, really. And then for my final pick... I'm going to go with Jim Brown. Ah, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Jim Brown. Who would have thought we'd get Jim Brown in the fourth? All damn right. It. All right. And now back over to team speed. What do we got, LJ? Who, who you got? Uh, I'm going to pick. Um, I, I didn't feel like there was any clarification needed for Jim Brown. No. I mean, Jim yeah. I mean, if you've yeah. got something you want to say, but I think we all get no. it. Um, because of his uh, his uh, great lacrosse talents, right? That's why you picked. Him. That's right. He will exactly. Yeah, exactly. he is a Hall of Fame that, lacrosse player. I in mean, fact, he is Syracuse. So. The yeah. the Bill Belichick in me saw. I love lacrosse, so yeah, okay. that's what happened. I want a little tough and crazy, so I'm gonna go with Ronnie Lott playing in my defensive mm. back, and uh, I mean enforcing. You are getting tough and crazy. That those two things do come with Ronnie. Yeah, Lott. so I'm taking Ronnie Lott to fill out my uh, my superstar aspect of my team. If he's filling out a LinkedIn and we're putting tough and crazy, are those soft skills or hard skills? Uh, because one would argue, one would argue he's a hardened individual because how tough he I is. I think tough would be hard. Crazy might be soft. Maybe. So you're getting a little bit of both. Well, I mean, it's tough measurable, right? Uh, you cut your finger off. I measure you high. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. You're right. All right. So like where other people are checking proficient in Excel, he checks off, would you cut your finger off? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, who do you got for your finish it out your or no yeah, the last This pick is my right. last pick. You know, I'm going with the guy that I've always liked. I think he's he's very athletic, but he could also he he happens to be a pretty good quarterback. 
And um, I think this could surprise you two a little bit. Naughty. I know who you're going. It might be the guy who I was going to pick. I don't know. He's a left-hander? Yep. Steve Young. Yeah. I'm going to take Steve Knew that's where Young. that's you're going. I figured Steve LJ might. Young. He's probably watching <laughs> play just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's who I'm finishing out with. He and Montana were on my list for sure. Do you know, honorable mention, who was on my list, this obviously shouldn't shock you that much, but Tony Romo was actually on my list. Yeah, I mean, he was on my list. He's a good rec league player. He was like an all-state basketball player. Obviously, we know he was a – I don't know if he's a great quarterback. I would call him great, but that might be the homer. He's a good quarterback. He's a great – he's a scratch golfer. Yeah, you got your golf game up. Playing golf, but All-time goat. All-time goat. He was on your – Potential top four. That's what you're saying. Potential. We're filling out our league, right? We're not necessarily trying to pick the guy. We're filling out our rec league. Okay. Part of it's because this guy was staring at me the whole time. The whole Tony <laughs> Romo guy that sits on my desk. But uh, yeah, he was on my list just because he's one of those guys. And I think a lot of these people on our list are like this. You know, and some people are different. Like there's certain people who are just born good with the ball in their hand. Yeah. Like Usain Bolt is a great athlete. And he's obviously a better athlete than Romo. But I just feel like Romo's one of those guys like you said, good at golf, basketball, baseball, obviously football. I just think some people just have the hand. I don't know if it's hand-eye coordination that helps with everything, but something about some people are just really well, good. Well, and also leadership, right? He's got those soft skills. Uh, he seems to – his team at least would do anything for him at the very least. He could, he he was really good at leading his team to an early playoff out. Um, <laughs> right. Hmm. <laughs> the promised that, that land. me to say. The that promised land to be at home in January uh, 24th. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Did you have so, any honorable mention, LJ? Um, no, not really. I mean, well, I mean, when we were talking about hockey, you've got to pick Wayne Gretzky yeah, at some yeah, point. No doubt. No doubt. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, no baseball players made no our list. Yeah, that's surprising. Well, King Griffey Jr. probably should have been on Yeah, he was an athlete. Well, and Bo Jackson made our list. Yeah. True, yeah, true. Yeah. But no, like, no, like, Hall of Fame baseball yeah. players. Well, let's see. I got one, two, three. Yeah, got got? Honorable I've got five honorable mentions. I'll tell you real quick, okay? Rattle them off. Barry Sanders. I thought about honorable him. Mention. Thought about him. What are the testing his policies for this league, though? Oh no, you said Barry Sanders. I heard Barry Bonds. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. <laughs> Barry Sanders. Larry Bird. Barry Sanders worried me about his height. Larry Bird, I'm interested in. Yeah, I thought about um, him. Earl Campbell, best running back I ever saw play the game. See, but I'm thinking we're playing probably. In football, I think we're playing probably some seven man, so it's probably flag, not tackle. Yeah. And if I want Earl Campbell, my the, literally when I think of Earl Campbell, I see him bl- obliterating that man's chest with his helmet. Yeah, you're right. And you're not doing that in our football league. Good point. Think. Good point. Uh, Final two, <laughs> Carl Lewis. Do you remember Carl Lewis in track and field? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, damn good answer. He was the track athlete for a while. I mean, just the guy. Yeah, and then the last guy was Kevin Durant. I mean, I don't know that he could play any other sport, but he is such a great basketball player, and I love his game. There's the video. There's the video during the lockout season where LeBron and Durant were with other people, but those are the two big names. They were playing like a seven on seven football game, and both of them were were good on the football field. Yeah. They they both could obviously they're athletic and run tall, had soft hands. Kevin Durant's interesting. I didn't think about Kevin Durant. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, similarly, Curry crossed my mind just for uh, you know the added golf benefits. Because I wanted to see, that's where I think most of our teams dropped is we don't, none of us have a shooter. Yeah. So when it comes to basketball, we're athletic. As we're in the past and athletic, <laughs> but I just don't know if anyone's stretching the floor. And I really thought about, that's where I thought Roma would come in as the shooter on my team. Yeah, I can see that. But, but hmm. I thought maybe a clay or Steph, like maybe I was trying to what think about of like the, an AI. Really good shooter like we was, don't have like agility, like AI, you know, 
Hey, I would be good. In the as sport. long as it wasn't practice. However, he wasn't. <laughs> if there was a lot of games in the league, he would be good. Off the top of your head, Pops, a really good shooter that could also hold his own athletically in this group. I mean, Larry Bird wasn't that athletic. He was just, no, he was not. He was just he was a, he was a son of a bitch. He was just a <laughs> he was a hell of a guy. Uh, I guess Jordan. Jordan and LeBron both yeah, they can shoot. got a three-point shot. But Jordan probably better than LeBron, but they both got a three-point shot. Yeah. Wilt just never shot because he literally could dunk every single right. time down the court. Who knows? He might have been a great shooter for all we know. <laughs> you never have to. He just couldn't shoot a free throw to save his life. But uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We're fouling LJ every time in basketball. We're hack a Wilton. <laughs> yeah. Hack a Shaq, hack a Wilton, hack a Wilt. I was trying to think of a better, something better, but my brain didn't work fast enough. No. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm just going to say, I like my team. I think my team's dominating. I don't know. I don't know. I I wish I would have got Vic instead of Cam. Though. I think Vic's it. I don't know. I should have let LJ just go, oh, he doesn't throw yeah, far. What the hell me. was I talking about? I don't deserve a team in this league. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought, Kevin, you were trying to talk him into picking Vic. Because, I mean, I know he wasn't on your radar no, before just, that, was he? As soon as he, said, as soon as he said, speaking of video games, I knew exactly where he was going. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. How did I not think of Michael Vic? I just watched his 30 for 30. And I, I just don't know how I didn't think about him. Hmm. As far as video game guys go. Vic's on the Mount Rushmore of and Bo Jackson. Just unfair to play with. Bo Jackson, too. Pablo Sanchez. Mm. Was that his name in with. backyard baseball? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Pablo Sanchez knocked homers. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's we're starting to get towards the end. Do you guys have any other topics before we get to what we're listening to? Um, I mean, well, I kind of wanted to point something out if you guys uh would uh would indulge me. I think that the oh. Chargers would still be in San Diego. If in 2010, they cut the most accurate kicker of all time at that point. If they would have cut him yeah, or if they, they had didn't. Nate Kading, who at the, the beginning of that season was the most accurate kicker of all time. And then they had the best offense in the NFL. They had the best defense in the NFL in 2010. And uh, they ended up not even making the playoffs. Um, and they had Phillip Rivers in his prime. Say what you will about Phillip Antonio Rivers. Antonio Gates in his prime. Solid. Um, LT was LT still there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Golly. Uh, well, actually, no. LT might not have been there. That might have been right after LT. But Antonio Gates, I'm, I'm, and then uh, they had that defense that they were building up. Um, it was pretty solid, and so they had like a really great defense, a really great offense, like by far better than anybody else in the league in yards uh, uh, taken and allowed. And uh, they lost five of their first seven games. Each one of them by exactly as many points as they had given up on special teams mistakes. So if Nate Kading makes one more tackle than he made, or if he makes one more field goal than he made, then they make the playoffs. And I think because they were rolling at the end of the season, they might have won the Super Bowl. They were better than any AFC team that year. So they would have played Green Bay in the Super Bowl. And uh, and with the Super Bowl ring and recent memory, San Diego might be trying to keep them a little harder. So mm-hmm. that's my thought. Wow. So that just had my brain roll into, and it kind of goes to a little bit of the thunder conversation we had earlier where like just ripple effects, yeah. like the ripple effect of the James Harden trade and ended up having all three of them not on the thunder anymore. The ripple effect of Nate Katie not making that tackle. Yeah. Like you're talking One about. One tackle in week two could have made San Diego. And maybe we're talking team. about the San Diego dynasty. Yeah, mm. possibly. Not only. And then I would be wrong every time I accidentally say San Diego Chargers. Yeah, that would be the most convenient thing about the whole situation. (laughs) (laughs) But then we would, then that means we might not would have ever gotten the, well, what year was the Tebow throw against the Steelers? 
Tebow Mania. Oh, it was a little after that, I think. I was thinking like 12, 2012 or something. The ADR throw to Demarius. I'm looking. I'm just. I'll find out. That was interesting. And it's interesting to come from a Broncos fan to talk about how great the Yeah, I know. Surprising. Well, I know. And that, I mean, that should go to show you how great that team actually was. And yet they still didn't even make the playoffs um, because of literally, like, there's a, there's a video I'll put in there done by SB Nation where they show that their, of their first five losses, um, which were in the first seven games of the year, they only lost two more games all year. Their first five losses were by exactly or slightly less than the amount of mistakes they made on special teams. Exactly. So um, one special team save would have um, probably at least gotten them into the playoffs and probably done who knows what once they got there. So, Well, I do remember that team being really good and just always coming up short. And the why do the Chargers, it seemed like they always started like that, always like one and four, yeah. two and five, and then they would get going. The they would get always. going every and it's year. It's funny because it's like their team is always the most injured too, and it's somehow like through injuries they end up persevering and being the toughest looking team in the AFC West. Um, I mean, you know, now Mahomes is here, so that's going to be a different story. Um, and obviously, Drew Luck is going to uh, change the game, but uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, we all know that. But uh, yeah, I, I, j- it's, I, I think that would have been. Um, the start of potentially, uh, what was it? It was a Marv, uh, or who was the team, the coach of that team? No, was it North Turner? Turner? Yeah, it could have been a North Turner dynasty. Is what we could have had. Wow. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm sorry, I must have been something right there. What got you on Nate Kading? I, I get the story, I like it. What got you on Nate Kading? Well, because he was, I mean, it's just interesting. At that time, he was the most accurate kicker in the history. Oh, why of the did NFL. they cut? Him? And they cut him? But they no, cut. they did not. And then he had a a, a pretty mediocre season kicking like not very good really and then he missed like three tackles on kick returns um that went for touchdowns that he could have you know stopped them from being touchdowns and then if Ah. the other team gets three points instead of seven then all of a sudden they win that game so i mean and i could pick on any one player uh they call out somebody else in the video that i'll post uh there was this one special team guy that left the team in 2009 and then that's when they just cratered um, so, you know, you could, you could probably pin it on any single player, but it is just interesting that the number one kicker of all time at that, in that moment makes one more play and you know, who knows what Something's happens. Different. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now let's wrap up with a little, what we're listening to. We haven't done this in it's a little a while and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to think because <laughs> after spending the weekend, pops is helping me move. And after spending the weekend with pops, I got one that I've actually started listening to today a little more. And I'm guessing I know who he's going to say. Let's just start with you, Pops. So who have you been listening to? Man, I have been all over the Beatles lately. I am okay. I am completely immersed in the Beatles, and the reason is because I watched the movie yesterday, and it was, it, it's a really great movie, uh, and it's it's based on Beatles music, and so I've listened to all of them. Now, I guess I'm going to pick one of their albums. I've listened to. I'm on the White album now, so I think there may be. I think there's Let It Be and Abbey Road and um, something yeah, else. Yeah, that's a after good album. That. Um, very good. But right I now, I thought you'd lean Sgt. Pepper's though. That's well, what well, I, I am, but I'm, I'm just going early because I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm probably going to be talking about the Beatles just a little bit, and at the end, I may come up with my top ten Beatles songs of of all time, which could okay. be could be okay. interesting. But right. right now, I'm on the album Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul was put out in 1965, the year I was born. I've read where John Lennon calls this. This is where they were really getting into cannabis, by the way. And Lennon described this as the pot album. Um, huh. Yeah. 
So okay, I think this is where they were really introduced to that. And there ha- I don't hear that necessarily in it, but it's an excellent album. Uh, and I'm, I'm really into that. Probably my favorite song on that album right now is In My Life, which is uh, just a fantastic song. God, song. So that's who I'm listening so, to. Just to piggyback off that, I really like, so Pop's got here and was like, so I'm thinking about, he was just talking about the Beatles a lot. And I was like, honestly, and we, so we played them while we were kind of organized. Like we just had boxes everywhere and all kinds of crap. So we were organizing the, the apartment and we just had them playing. And he kept asking, no, this song's like, I think I've heard it. I just don't know that much Beatles. I really don't know a whole lot of Beatles. And I learned pretty quickly the Beatles are legit. Yeah. Like legit. Yeah, for real. And I've been listening to it, but all day today, I've been listening to the Beatles and they are. Solid. I listen to that on Spotify. You can listen to the one album, which is just their number ones. Yeah. It's just all their number ones. And then uh, the next one was whatever it is with, I think you mentioned it. Actually, no, it was the Revolver. What's the Revolver. Revolver or something? Yeah. 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 Well, That's the other one I've been listening to. Well, just to, so. real quick. Now, I think Rubber Soul, uh, Sergeant Pepper, and uh, Abbey Road. I believe are three albums in Rolling Stones top five of all time. Wow. All time. So So the Beatles maybe maybe a good band. <laughs> they could be. The jury The jury is uh, LJ, who do you got for your what we're listening to this week? Um so uh I'm gonna go old school also. Uh Bill Weathers passed recently and just since then that's about all Rest I've been listening to. Uh I'm looking forward to that lovely day. Um and if anybody needs to, they can lean on me. You know, that's where I'm at right now. And uh, we lost a great one. We absolutely did. And can I tell you that is interesting you said that because Bill Withers was known at for a brief time as a fifth Beatle because he played really? he played a, a song. I'll have that for you next week. But he was involved with the Beatles and was known. He got credit on an album for either writing or playing. So there's a connection with Bill Withers and the, and the uh, Beatles. Huh. Well, that just blew my mind. I did not expect. I, was, I didn't know where you were going with that, pops. And then that 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 was blew my mind. How about that? My what we're listening to. I'm going to go a little more recent, but I'm. It's still a, one of his older albums. But I'm. I've been listening to Frank Ocean. Yeah. Channel Orange. Yeah. Channel Orange is so good. Some Channel Orange. Oh man, that's a good one. Been really vibing to some Channel Orange, and specifically, I just want. Uh, Frank Ocean and Andre 3000 to come out with a collab album. Please. Every time they're on a song together, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. Something about Frank Ocean's voice and his kind of style with uh, Andre 3000 style of rapping. Yeah. It just, it's always great. Yeah. I agree 100%. So that's what I've been jamming to. Um, That will do it for this week's episode of the just press play pod as always you can find us over on facebook or twitter or on our website you can find our show notes at jpppod.com there we post notes from the show or we'll post our what we're listening to or just about anything you can find over on that website Yeah, we might have highlights from uh our our uh, rec league teams put up on there right <laughs> right and you might you can you can decide who you think has a better team i'm pretty sure it's you it's know what clear. should we put like a little With poll a- up there we haven't done that in a long time so we put the poll up there. Should we put it on like Facebook or where do you think we should put it? I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe both. And then we combine numbers so people can vote twice if they really want to. You, you, yeah, you, you, really you got to explain it a little bit, right? So you'll have, you'll have a little written explanation because you got to, these guys got to compete in a lot of different team or yeah. sports. Yes. 
That sounds like someone who's worried about his team's No, chance. no, the only <laughs> problem I have is that I'm on my team. That's the only problem that I'm a little concerned about. I think I'd win hands down, except I'm on my team. <laughs> oh. All right, yeah, we'll post that on, on, on social media and on uh, our website so you can get it. You can check that out and vote. Uh, guys, do you have anything else that you want to add before we get out of here? You know what's hard to do when you're traveling and COVID-19 is going on? What's that? What's that? It's hard to find a place to go to the bathroom because all the rest areas are closed. They really kind of frown on you going in fast food restaurants. So you're stuck with either going in a convenience store or you're going behind the trailer uh, sales (laughs) place in Benton, which is what I did (laughs) this weekend. (laughs) Let's <laughs> say you're talking like a man that knows from experience. I tried to make sure there were no cameras looking at me, but there could be video of me just, you know, letting it loose. Who knows? <laughs> well, hopefully there were no cameras looking at you. Remember, if you want cameras all around your house and they have protection, <laughs> you can go to simplysafe.com slash team and get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. And if you're looking for the perfect hire for your job, you can go to LinkedIn slash team as well, and they will give you $50 off your first order. So just head on over to LinkedIn slash team and simply safe slash team and uh, go help our guys out. They're good people. So go help them out. All right. That'll do it for another week of the episode. We will see you next week, or I guess we won't see you, but you'll, you'll hear from us again we'll next week. We'll keep a nice uh, safe distance from you next week and just be right in your ears. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Doing it to you and your eardrum. <laughs> we'll leave on that note. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> Have y'all ever heard that while we, what is it, lay back and dig while we do it to you in your eardrum? <laughs> That's so uh, like, That sounds like how it's understood. That's like the Parliament. No, it's like the Parliament. It sounds like Parliament. That's what it sounds like. I feel like you need to say that with like a deep voice and like almost like your, your DJ voice. I have to find that. I mean, I'll, what is it? Lay back and dig while we do it to you in your eardrum. <laughs> I like to find that link. I'll find that link and send it. Give me, I'll save them. I'll save them until next week. <laughs> I'm also, I want to get through that, uh, that theory. I have no idea where you're going with that. The, uh, I have words for you. It's uh, P-Funk wants to get funked up. Is the <laughs> yeah. song you're looking for. Yeah, P-Funk. <laughs> I need to bomb. I need to P-Funk. You know, I need to get funked up. Elton, <laughs> when I say that you have anything you want to touch on, you should just start the theory up. Because I don't, well, but it's a little long, you know? I mean, it's because it's well, like early when I said, where do we want to go? Do you have any topics you could well, I just don't want to when you text me. I don't want to like railroad the show and be about like LJ shit. You know what I mean? Like LJ has some good shit sometimes, but sometimes I can like take it over and, and spend 45 minutes on something everybody's bored by minute 15 on. So, <laughs> well, you're the editor, so I mean, you can.